0: Good morning, and welcome to Overeaters Anonymous, a Vision for You Big Book Study. My name is Sylvia F., and I am a recovered compulsive overeater from Northern California. Today is Wednesday, September 6, 2017. Today we are reading from the big book, and we are on page 93, the second paragraph. And it starts with, your prospect may be long. We're going to read one paragraph today. And today, our readers are Maria A. on the 12 Steps, Carrie S. on the 12 Traditions, and my readers of the text are Kathy Jo P., Sherry K.B., and Penny L.C. The reference number for Tuesday, September 5th, the 10 a.m. Eastern Time meeting, is 10393, 10393. And the... Um, and I don't have... Oh, yes, I do. The share share ID number for um, this morning's meeting, Wednesday, September 6th, 7 a.m. meeting is 10395, 10395. Overeaters Anonymous is a fellowship of individuals who through shared experience, strength, and hope are recovering from compulsive overeating. We welcome everyone who wants to stop eating compulsively. There are no dues or fees for members.
1: Star one, Maria. Hi, um, this is Maria A from New York. Step okay. one. We admit we were powerless over food that our lives had become unmanageable. Two. come came to believe that a power greater than ourselves could restore us to sanity. Three. Okay. Make a decision to turn our will and our lives over to the care of God as we understood him. Four, make a searching and fearless moral inventory of ourselves. Five, admit to God, to ourselves, and to another human being the exact nature of our wrongs. Six, we're entirely ready to have God remove all these defects of character. Seven, humbly ask him to remove our shortcomings. Eight, make a list of all persons we had harmed and become willing to make amends to them all. Nine, make direct amends to such people whenever possible, except when to do so would injure them or others. Ten, continue to take personal inventory and when we were wrong, promptly admit it. Eleven, thought through prayer and meditate to improve our conscious contact with God as we understood him praying only for the knowledge of his will for us and the power to carry that out Twelve, having had a spiritual waking as a result of these steps we try to carry this message to compulsive overeaters and to practice these principles in all our affairs thank you and I will pass. Thank you Maria A. Okay.
0: I will now ask Carrie S. to read the 12 traditions. Carrie, star one.
2: Good morning, Sylvia. This is Carrie. May I be heard? Yes. Thank you. Great. Uh, 12 traditions. Our common welfare should come first. Personal recovery depends upon OA unity. Two. For our group purpose, there is but one ultimate authority, a loving God, as he may express himself in our group conscience. Our leaders are but trusted servants. They do not govern. Three. 10, Overeaters Anonymous has no opinion on outside issues. Hence the OA name ought never be drawn into public controversy. 11, our primary, re- our public relations policy is based on attraction rather than promotion. We need always maintain personal anonymity, the level of press, radio, film, television, and other public media of communication. And 12, anonymity is the spiritual foundation of all of these traditions ever reminding us to place principles before personalities. And I pass.
0: Thank you, Carrie S. How our meeting works. Our meeting focuses on the directions for recovery described in the Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous. We read a paragraph or two from the literature, then stop and share on what was read. Anyone can share, but we ask that you keep your sharing to the topic and literature we are discussing and that you keep your share to approximately three minutes. Singleness of purpose reminds us to identify as compulsive overeaters only. Our abstinence requirement for moderators is one year and for readers is six months. There is no abstinence requirement for sharing on topic. This meeting does request that your sharing be directly linked to what was read. We are sharing what the directions in the big book mean to us. To share, press star one to unmute. Once you are done sharing, let us know by saying pass, then press star one to mute your phone in order to have a quiet meeting everyone's phone except that the speaker should be muted today we resume our study of the big book on page 93 the second paragraph and we're going to it starts with your prospect may be long and we're going to read one paragraph only and comment on that and i will ask kathy joe p to begin that reading and share kathy start one
3: Hello, this is Kathy P in Minneapolis, Minnesota, a recovered compulsive overeater. Your prospect may belong to a religious denomination. His religious education and training may be far superior to yours. In that case, he is going to wonder how you can add anything to what he already knows. But he will be curious to learn why his own convictions have not worked and why yours seem to work so well. He may be an example of the truth that faith alone is insufficient. To be vital, faith must be accompanied by self-sacrifice and unselfish, constructive action. Let him see that you are not there to instruct him in religion. Admit that he probably knows more about it than you do, but call to his attention the fact That however deep his faith and knowledge, he could not have applied it, or he would not drink. Perhaps your story will help him see where he has failed to practice the very precepts he knows so well. We represent no particular faith or denomination. We are dealing only with general principles common to most denominations. So I came into the Rooms of OA in 1980, and I had religion. And I did OA, and I did the steps, some of them, not all, some. And I had my own concept of what it all was supposed to look like. I would not say that I was teachable. And eventually, I left these rooms, and I came back about five and a half years ago. And the person that I asked me to be my sponsor, who's been abstinent, I would say about 33 years, I knew that, I heard her once say that she gets down on her knees every morning and every night, and she asks God to remove the compulsion. And that was very attractive to me. Um, I would not say that I got to that surrender that she practices every day until a little over a year ago when I came to these rooms. And I am going to say that I came to these rooms teachable. I was willing to hear what you all did. And I'm thinking about that story about if there's three frogs on a lily pad and they do they decide to jump how many are left and the answer is 3 just because you decide to jump does not mean that you do and i'm going to say when i came in a little over a year ago i not only decided to jump i just i jumped and i was willing to do what any of you told me to do because I was teachable, I was willing, I was done. And my way was not working. And I did not come in religious a year ago. I did not come with a concept of who God was. Um, I mentioned it last week, I believe, the the sentence in the big book where it says, draw near to God and God will reveal himself to you. And I'm still practicing that. And God is still revealing God's way to me. I underlined this word here, the very precepts he knows so well. And what came up for that word when I looked it up was um, rules, convictions, commandments. I had precepts. I thought that I was a pretty dang good person. And when I came here a little over a year ago, I realized, man, I am judgmental, I am selfish, I am filled with hatred. And I would talk to my sponsor about it in the very beginning because I was blown away how much I needed help and needed the living problem changed. And I don't have a lot to say about. Um, working with others with this. I'm going to let other people on the line share that today because I feel like I'm filling it with my story right now. But one thing I want to tell you is as we left dinner last night after we took grandma out to dinner, my son who's 16 said, Mom, we get along so much better with grandma and grandma lately. And I truly know it's because I am a different person. I am being loving, accepting, tolerant. Those are some of the principles that we're uh, practicing here. Um, Accepting, adjusting, living differently. And, wow, that is so freeing and so wonderful. And I am today willing to grow along these spiritual lines and recover and be a part of this renaissance. And with that, I'll pass. Thank you. Thank you, Kathy Jo P.
0: I'm now going to take a list of people who would like to share on this passage on page 93,
4: second
0: page. Charles so, H. Dorita P. I got Dorita P. Penny L.C. Penny L.C. Paula D. Paula D. You're a little light there, Paula, but I heard you.
5: Okay. Anybody Thank
0: else? You. Anyone else want to chime in? Okay. I've got Charles H., Dorita P., Penny LC, and Paula D. Go ahead, Charles.
4: Thank you very much, Sylvia, for your service. Charles H. will recovered compulsive over either. So earlier in the 7 a.m. meeting, I touched on um, the fact that. You know, a sponsee really is a sponsor for me, really is, especially a low bottom sponsee that don't believe. And, um, you know, I stay, I accept that people don't like religion. I accept it. I accept every comment I hear on the lines every single day. And that hasn't been the case um, since, as of late. See, um, Recovered don't mean that we don't, we don't have issues, but we have a way out, which that was going to be the name of this book if it wasn't going to be the 13th book with that name. Um, I found that out through, you know, uh, through, through knowledge, through knowledge of others, through others shared. And, uh, yeah, I, I don't dwell on religion. I just know it's a simple religious idea and a practical program of action. So it says to be vital, life-saving. I, I can't do this myself. I need to carry the message. And earlier I talked about um, what Bill realized, that he, in order for him to stay um, sober, he must carry this message in this book. And it doesn't matter what your faith is. Because you know what, for me, um, these 12 steps mean faith, trust, Hope, love, um, and uh, and, I, and I just trust in it. And you know what? I had to trust a, a, a ahead of time because trust, um, trust that seeing is not a trust. It ain't. I can't see trust, but I believe in trust. These twelve steps will transform any life. I am not specific. I am not different from my fellows. If you was an animal or a beast like like I was, these steps can bring the beast out of you or me. And with that, I pass. Thanks.
0: Thank you, Charles H. Dorita P. followed by Penny L.C. Dorita.
6: Thank you. Hi, my name is Dorita P. from Cleveland, Ohio. Thank you so much for your service. Um, I am so grateful for this meeting. I'm, I'm grateful for this line. Uh, Because something else came to me uh, about myself, and um, yeah, I've sponsored people whose religious education was far more superior, I guess, or more than than mine, Um, but I just, you know, something is coming back to me from listening to uh, this meeting today. Uh, When I was in high school, I guess I was in the 12th grade, and um, I used to go to Church with my boyfriend's mom, and um I was struck abstinent um uh, you know I wasn't in program, but um i i just I just started eating better, I started eating better, and I must have lost i don't know thirty pounds it was uh, significant enough to you know I, I wore different clothes and um But what was missing there, um, and this is what I try to get across to uh, any of my sponsors or anybody that I come in contact with, uh, what was missing was people just like me. In fact, uh, that church and other churches that I've been to uh, is not even conducive to my recovery because most of them, you know, we eat, you know, after service or eat you know a couple times a month you know and, and we, we we don't just eat but we binge and it, it was so many overweight people who would you know want to do all the cooking and preparing and they made a big deal out of it so it was not conducive to my recovery and um, so that's what I just I just try to pass that on that. Yeah, I could relate to being in church and having sort of like a spiritual awakening. And uh, this part here about uh, the very precepts, uh, he, he would not have applied them or didn't apply them, or he wouldn't drink. Um, so I learned good things in church. I learned, uh, you know, how to treat people, treat people right, and you know all these good things and help people and all of that. But I couldn't do that in my disease because when I was eating. I, I I I couldn't think of anybody but myself, so I couldn't help people. I couldn't be there for people, so I learned that stuff in church, but I couldn't apply it. So I'm just really grateful for this program, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you, Dorita P. Penny
0: L C. Followed by Paula D.
7: Good morning, Sylvia. And good morning to everyone. This is Penny Elsie, a Grateful recovered Compulsive Overeater from the state of Washington. What this paragraph reminds me to do is to really leave religion out of it. Um, It's an outside issue. You know, my my job at that point when I'm working with a newcomer is to listen and, and to let them know they're heard. But as it says, Let his curiosity, you know, wonder why what I'm doing is working and why they've been struggling. Um, And, and, I mean, I'm assuming they've been struggling if they're coming for looking for another solution. And, um, And that in of itself will speak volumes. And all I need to do is share my experience strength and hope, what has worked for me, when they're ready to hear that. And, um, you know, it talks about constructive action for that faith to be vital. And what I know about that is that for me, what I need to do is I need to work my program. I need to be constantly uh, working the steps. Doing, living in 10, 11, and 12 and having something that someone is attracted to and then sharing that when I'm asked, sharing what has worked for me, what that solution is because, we, you know, that person that that's looking for a solution, you know, they've got the common problem. If they, if, if they do have the common problem, then our common solution is here for them. And they're coming and curious. And so it's, it's my job just to share with them after I've been a good listener as well. To me, those are very important elements to being able to 12-step steps someone. And just knowing that that the action that I'm taking to provide a solution for them, to show them, you know, help show them and guide them to what has worked for me, is really the answer, and no matter what convictions they may come with or not, if they come and they have any inkling of being open to a a new way of thinking and doing, this program will work, and I'm so grateful it's worked for me, and with that, I'll pass. Thank you for letting me serve. Thank you, Penny Elsie.
0: Paula D. Paula one.
5: ah, uh, I got the gotcha. one now. <laughs> here I am coming, coming into these pages, and I'm I'm going to the bottom of, uh, scooting to the bottom of, of ninety two to to come to the top here, and it says even though your protege may not have entirely admitted his condition, so this is where, where he is. It's like when you go to a doc, doctor's office. Um, oh, I'm sorry. There's been a interruption here. Oh, we know about those. But okay. Entirely admitted his condition. He has become very curious to know how you got well. Whether he says it or not. And you know, we all know about curiosity. And you know, they they, they use this phrase oftentimes. You can bring a host to water, but you can't make him drink. Well, here it comes. But you can make him curious. And you can sure make him thirsty. That's where we're at. That's only our only part. Then it says, let him ask the question. Now, sometimes I want you to, when we're with someone, and like what was beautifully said, when we listen, listen more than with our ears, we see things, and we see that, oh, wait. Without asking, he's sitting there. He's asking. It may not be verbalized, but it's there. And then it, it opens up here. You know, every time I read these words, I say, how can they know so much? Because they lived it. They lived it. The main thing is that he'd be willing to believe in a power greater than himself and that he lived by spiritual principles. I don't know when that's going to take place. But that is the main thing. And then it goes on. And use everyday language. If we don't, then that's your ego. Let me let him know how much I know. Let me quote the pages. Let me quote the books. It'll come naturally to you because you'll be in the book all the time. They're not. How do they feel? Outsider? That isn't our goal here. Our goal is never to make them feel like an out. or let anybody feel like an outsider. I never did. I never did. Thus, I am still here. Still on that path, trudging as it says. It says here, and I'm just going to leave that, there is no use arousing any prejudice he may have against certain theological terms and conceptions about which he may already be confused. I came in confused. I came in confused. And then things settled, because no one added to the confusion. When they're not adding, the confusion subtracts. And you see so much clearly as here. I love, these are examples, these are, are for us, as a sponsor, don't raise such issues no matter what your own convictions are. It doesn't matter what your convictions are. We're not here about them. We'll hear about another person. Meet them where they are. My prayer is that they will come where we are today. And may I introduce myself and end the same way, recovered by and with the grace of God. And I will thank you for that time given. And also a thank you uh, to Sylvia for leading the meeting. Much appreciated. Thanks again for your service. With that, I say adieu.
0: Thank you, Paula D. So I will take another list of um, readers. We're on the last paragraph on page 93, where it starts, your prospect may belong to a religious denomination. Who do I have who would like to share?
8: Brittany Ann.
7: Brittany.
0: Ren. Who else? Uh, I'm sorry, I missed your name. Ren. Ren. And what's the initial of your last name? G as in George. G. Ren G. Okay. Who else? Yeah. Uh, who else do I have out there? Kathy G. Kathy G. G. Sherry K B. Sherry K B. Linda Sue. Linda Sue. And what's the last initial? Uh, What's the first initial of your last name? P? Uh,
9: Linda Sue, D as in David.
0: D as in David, thank you. Okay, anyone else?
4: Brian C.
0: Brian C. Okay, we got a good lineup here. Brittany M, Ren G, Kathy G, Sherry KB, Linda Sue D, and Brian C. So Brittany M followed by Ren. Good morning.
10: Oh, can, can you hear me, Sylvia? I, I got you. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, Brittany M. Recovered by Grace out of Spokane, Washington. Um, this morning, yeah, it's, I, I can really relate to this paragraph as far as um, his religious education and training may be far superior to, to mine. And it's really interesting because um, what I... What I share with uh, sponsors is, you know, there's there's a difference between religious religion, faith, and power. And this program is about connecting us to that power. And I use the analogy of um, being in the desert and believing that an oasis exists. I can believe, um, you know, with all of my heart, and still perish in the desert, versus um, actually following directions to get to the oasis and um and in this program is about um God consciousness or that developing that connection where I'm able to to ask for guidance and uh receive direction and then follow it and um yeah and and also explaining a bit about you know what this psychic change, what this spiritual experience is and it's it's from going from self centered to God higher power, other centered um yeah it's it's that connection to that power so
1: that's all i have this
10: morning thanks sylvia for allowing me to share
0: oh, thank you Brittany. uh next is ren g followed by kathy T. hey
8: thank you for your service good morning i'm ren i'm a recovered compulsive overeater in north carolina I'm somebody who came to this program as an agnostic, and I still actually consider myself agnostic, but I call myself a spiritual agnostic now. Um, The agnostic part just has to do with not uh, knowing that I don't know anything. I don't know anything about anything. But the spiritual part has to do with these 12 steps specifically. Um, I used to aspire to having a spiritual connection, but I couldn't get it. What this book and what my experience have taught me is that it doesn't matter what I call myself. It doesn't matter what I do and don't believe. It doesn't matter what I aspire to. It matters what I do. And so when I go through my day, how am I acting? Am I acting like there's a power greater than me or not? And even more importantly, what is that power? And so as a pre-recovered compulsive overeater my greater power was my intellect you know we talk about this in we agnostics my intellect other people things the food you name it it wasn't god it was my disease it was myself it was me we talk in this program about action 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 but that was how i acted it was an action and many devastating experiences later, I saw just how far that got me. I came to this meeting, Vision for You, and I agreed whatever, what everybody said. I agreed with the big book. I had parts of it memorized. And I knew I was powerless. I nodded my head. Yes, yes, I know I'm powerless. I get it. But I didn't really get it at my innermost core because I continued to act as though I knew, as though I'm in charge, and, like, that was a good idea, But as a recovered addict now, I can still act in character defects. And so I'm still playing that illusion that I'm the power. Thank God for the steps that when I do that, because I do it, and I'll always do it to some extent, that I can clear the channel between me and my actual higher power again. So what am I doing today? What am I doing in this moment? Am I acting from disease or am I acting from God? It's always my choice as far as that goes. And the consequences that come from either action, they teach me something. But for for close to the last eight months, I've been willing to take the actions that are the directions for recovery and for the spiritual connection that this book talk about and this book direct me to do. And my life is infinitely better than when I was choosing to follow my own dictates only. Thanks for being here. I pass.
0: Thank you, Renji. Kathy G, followed by Sherry KB. Kathy, start one. Hi everyone. This is Kathy G
11: from the Chicago area and grateful to be here this morning and thank you so much um for serving us by moderating today and everyone else. Um I I was as I've been listening to the meetings this morning, um, I kind of reread these or this paragraph, and I was reading it from the perspective of thinking about myself coming back into the program of many years being away, and I was thinking of myself as the prospect um, who did belong to a religious domination, actually a worship leader, had been, you know, studying my faith and ministry and a ministry leader for many years, and, I was definitely curious to learn why this was working for people on this line in particular because I started listening in May to all different kinds of phone meetings and then I just kept being drawn to this group um, on a vision for you and I'm so grateful for it because Down on in the paragraph, it says, um, To be vital, faith must be accompanied by self-sacrifice and unselfish constructed action. And it was ironic to me because I was doing a lot of that in ministry and service. And although as I go further on in the steps, I'll even have to look at my motives and make sure they're completely pure. But I am realizing that... I had to do exactly what these people said. And when I was in OA before, I just wasn't, even though the 12 steps had been written and we were supposedly following that, people weren't following it like they are in this program. So I have a sponsor now. We're working through the steps. I went to a nutritionist that people in this program recommended and I've been abstinent since by the grace of God and I'm I'm just so grateful. So. I just want to thank everybody and the leaders of this meeting in particular for just staying so closely tied to the big book because I really do believe all the answers are in there. And I believe the reason I didn't get fully better in the program when I was in it last time is because even though I was giving back in my life in other ways, I believe that God perhaps called me to give back what I've been given regarding overcoming the eating disorder. So even now, though I'm not finished with all of the steps from this new place, I'm still calling newcomers or making, um, I try to make three calls a day. And um, just grateful for all
0: I'm learning from all of you. So thanks so much. Thank you, Kathy G. Sherry KB, followed by Linda D. Good morning,
12: Sylvia. Good morning, everybody. Sherry K.B. in Northern California. Great for you, Covered Compulsive Eye Reader. Um, thank you so much for your service, Sylvia, and everybody on the line. Um, you know, I'm going to talk a little bit about a few things here. Uh, the first part is about the religious aspect of it, because this isn't a religious program, it's a spiritual one. And I always have been told to look for the similarities rather than the differences, because that will keep me out the door if I if I if I only look for the differences. And also that this is a spiritual program, not a religious one. And I was at a meeting, an open AA many, many years ago, listening to a recovered alcoholic who was a priest. And he said, and I never forgot this, this was like, I don't know, 25 years ago, and he said, man created religion and God created spirituality. The difference between religion and spirituality is Religion is somebody telling you how to have a relationship with God, and spirituality is a direct relationship with God. So that's what I've always kept in mind. And when I do run across somebody who is very religious, I I say, please, you know, all throughout this book we talk about setting aside our old ideas and our old prejudices and that to keep an open mind. And when I'm working with someone, I ask them, can you stay teachable? Can you take direction? Uh, because this isn't going to work. And when we talk about constructive action, that means the steps. That means that, you know, are you willing to work these steps? That's what it's about as well. And um, here's another spin on this as well, is that I've had people come in who've been in other 12-step programs who've said, I've worked the steps. And I'll say, well, have you worked the steps in this program? Because you need to set aside your prejudices and your old ideas and set those outside the door as well so that we can do this work. Because I've had people come in who have had 30 years in another program, but they couldn't do this one. And so that's why it's important to set aside those old ideas and those old prejudices. And I just love the fact that it says that we represent no particular faith or denomination. We're dealing only with general principles common to most denominations. And so um, this is for all of us. And what I love also is we're all inclusive, never exclusive. And uh, that's what keeps me in this store. If someone had told me I had to follow their religion, I'd been out the door so fast you couldn't say goodbye to me. Um, and so I always try to ask people to think of the language of their own heart um, so that we can work the steps together. And that's what it's all about is identifying in and connecting with the power greater than ourselves by working the steps and getting unblocked. And um, with that, I pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Sherry KB. Linda Sudi followed by Brian C. Hello,
13: I'm Linda D and I'm a compulsive overeater. Thank you for your service and I believe we all do service just by attending the meetings. I just have to say that this is the most, one of the most uh, powerful paragraphs um, in the big book to me, I particularly I'm um, happy to hear it today. Um, I have been in regular LA off and on for two decades plus, and I've never been able to stick with the program long enough to work all the steps. And I have to say I really love everything I hear on the Vision for You. Um and um I'll just say about the um LA program in general, um, in the big book, I I love that we talk about the fact that um there's no particular emphasis on any denomination. Because as a Christian, I really believe that we need to be open to every person on this earth and, and respect their ideas. And um, I also like that we're a program of attraction, not promotion. I I want to be humble. Boy, I really need to work on it. I really want to be humble, and 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 just be a person who attracts. Um, And not lectures, people. And uh, when I get to that step, I'm not there yet. And um, so I really appreciate everybody being here today. And uh, I love you all, and I pass. Thank you, Linda
9: Sudi. Brian C. Brian, star one.
0: Give you another second
9: here. Hi, this is Brian.
0: Gotcha. Uh,
2: listen, I'm I'm not gonna comment. I kind of jumped in, I got cut off earlier and then I dialed back in. I wasn't I wasn't even sure where you guys were at. I thought people were just identifying themselves. I'm just gonna listen, thank you.
0: Okay. Well, I'm glad you're on the line with us. Thank you. Okay, so I'm gonna take another list of uh, readers. We have time for maybe three more, and we're on page ninety-three. And the end uh the second paragraph. Who would like to comment?
14: Uh, Wendy M.
0: Wendy M. Do more. Come on. The water's warm. Anybody else?
9: Joanne B. Okay, Robin Jan.
0: and Robin. Thank you guys for filling in. Wendy M. Joanne B. And Robin. I'll get your uh, initial when you, stop, when you start. Wendy, go ahead.
14: Yes. Yeah, uh, good morning, Wendy M. Recovered in Colorado. So grateful to be entirely abstinent this morning. And um, Sylvia, thank you so much for your service. So. What struck me is the word work, or work and then work. So, but he will be curious to learn why his own convictions have not worked and why yours seem to work so well. So the only reason I'm on the line is because it works. I mean, it's really funny. We like, I feel sometimes like I forget. You know, I've got sponsors calling later today, and we're going to go through the book. And they're only calling me because this thing works. Um, there is a solution, uh, and, and that speaks volumes, right? I mean, it, it speaks, it spoke volumes for me, right? The only reason I, I went through this book with an amazing sponsor is because I saw that it worked in her, um, you know, and that has power beyond words. It truly does, um, and the other thing I mentioned yesterday is uh, avoiding the debating society. You know, when I hear religion, I get nervous because maybe I don't know enough and maybe I can't convince somebody of something. But the thing about this program that's so powerful is I don't have to convince you. I don't have to be clever. I don't have to show you, you know, enough photographs to get it. Actually, the photographs do show that it works to a certain extent. Um but that's all. I just have to do this deed, this this action. Um, and I was speaking with someone yesterday, a, a prospect, and she says, you know, I'm, I'm an atheist. And she said she was an agnostic and which she, you know, could we still work together? You know, and I said, uh, I led her to that, par- that, uh, that chapter, We Agnostics, and, um, you know, started to really explain like, you, you know, it can be anything. Uh, it just can't be you. It has to be a power greater. Um, you know, but I noticed that she finally said to me, well, the truth is I just don't want to give up control. And then I said, well, I can't help you with that. I can only share my own story. I can only tell you what worked with me. And the rest is up to her and her higher power. Um, but I don't need to go into debating society and I don't need to convince. I have a program and a life that works. Um, And that, yeah, like I said, that just speaks volumes. Um, And that's what got me here, and that's what keeps me here. So with that, I'll pass. Thanks.
0: Thanks, Wendy. And Joanne B. Hi, this is Joanne B. from Texas. And really, I just want to, I'm one of
9: those um, people who was, very religious and um it's been kind of funny how my my higher power has helped me to realize that over the years and I um, I am really blessed to have a sponsee, my first sponsee who's agnostic and it's been such a blessing to me um, because it's helping me to not only see the other, this other Idea, but I don't know. It just it helps me to see also where my own um, my own agnosticism exists, you know, and things that I don't know. And I love that saying: "I don't know what I don't know, and I don't know a lot or anything." Anyway, I just want to thank everyone today who's who has um, uh, spoken, and it's just. Your recovery shows through what you say, and it's just such a blessing to me to hear you. You um, don't, I mean, it's just amazing how, like someone said, that this program works. It's just wonderful. And uh, with that, I'll pass.
0: Thank you, Joanne B. Robin, uh, when you um, identify, please give the initial, first initial of your last name.
9: Um, I. This is Robin B. I'm from Southern California. Thanks. Um, my uh, let's see, my religious upbringing, um, is not a faith that I practice fully because, um, they don't accept me as I am, <laughs> and. It was very difficult to be rejected. So I found, interestingly enough, that I have been attracted to different parts of all kinds of denominations. And I think that's you know wonderful in program that we don't have to focus on any one. I certainly see influences. Of course, um, uh, a certain religion um, aspects or whatever in program, but it doesn't turn me off. It doesn't, you know, make me go away. I, I, um, I just, I have moments of great clarity, and I feel that connection with my higher power. And then there's times that I don't. And I know that's because I haven't worked through all the staff. I love this meeting. I'm very grateful and I'm falling apart, so I'm going to pass. Thank you.
0: Thank you, Robin B., and I'm so glad that you're here with all of us. Do we have anyone else who wants to do a quick maybe one-and-a-half-minute shift? Hi. I'm, Anybody? I'm a C-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O-R-O uh, uh, I uh, I couldn't hear your name. Go ahead.
15: Dionne r compulsive
0: overeater. D. Uh, um, would you like to share on this paragraph, Dion? Yes.
15: Yes. Yes. Hi, I'm go ahead. Recover compulsive overeater. Uh, I'm sorry. Okay. And it'll be
0: uh, at the max a two-minute share, and I've got a timer on. Go ahead. <laughs>
15: okay. Uh, but Hi, I'm Dion compulsive overeater. Recover compulsive overeater and is great for this topic and it just reminds me of thought being coming to me some of the listeners to the meetings this morning and you know, I guess the rooms is big enough to fit everybody, you know, just like this world, you know, we it's big enough to fit everybody for me and I'm glad I had room enough for me and my little small ideas, always to my grandiose ideas. Either way it go, the disease knocked me on my butt, you know, and I remember old timer told me, he said, uh anything you don't like in this meeting, you know, especially uh, the God concept or the God idea, you know, you feel feel free to leave. You don't have to take it. You know, we just make suggestions, you know. And I guarantee you the disease will bring you back, run you back in the wounds. And if not, if you you make it back, you know. And it just helped me to keep an open mind with everybody. You know, everybody's been through a a precious walk of life, and we all have different experiences. And, And with that, I'll pass. Thanks for allowing me to share. You guys have a great day. Well,
0: thank you. A nice way to round us up. And that's the end of our sharing. Please stick around for the end of the recording where we will greet our newcomers and we will have announcements. But thank you to everyone who shared. We will now close <clears throat> with the reading from the big book on page 164, followed by the serenity prayer. And we'll share it. KB, please read a vision for you. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. Our book is meant to be suggestive only. We realize we know
12: only a little.